What's up, guys and gals, dudes and dudettes, knockers of doors? It's your boy Rick here with another fantastic freaking episode of the No Soliciting Experience. Now, today's episode is an interesting one. Um, so here's the intro for it. Um, today I have on Boomer Mueller. He's one of the four members of the online door knockers. And we recently attended one of their live events in Salt Lake City. And... Look, Boomer and I, we just vibe on mental health. We vibe on identity. We vibe on just like so many different things related to mental health, anxiety, depression, and just figuring out one's true self. So we're going to nerd out. And um, yeah, it's going to be a fantastic freaking episode. If you guys find value in this, the only thing I ask is that you share this with somebody who can find value in it as well. And um, with that, yeah, let's... uh, Cue the music and jump into the middle of an interesting freaking story. Yep, 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 yep. I don't got a reason to lie. They gave me the key to the scap. But I'd rather open my eyes. Cause that's what'll keep me alive. Something that sees in my mind. Please do not fuck up my day. Everybody want a headline. I don't got nothing to say. Except I'm coming back with the freshness. You know I love making the entrance. Now, now, don't get defensive. Time is a matter of seconds. I don't know where I was at, dude. Um, dude, give, I kind of give some context. Give some context because we you just hit record and then you're like, I yeah. don't know where I was at, <laughs> dude. So during during the whole breath work, um, dude, I just felt myself literally. I felt like my body was staked to the ground, mm-hmm. and that's why like that's why I forced my fingertips to the actual like root of the grass, the actual dirt. And I was rooted. I was grounded, dude. But I felt like my mind and my head was some dude. I was literally, dude, it felt futuristic to the point where you're just like swiping through like whatever was on my mind. And I felt like I would see what was on my mind. And like, that's not important. I would discard it. It felt Mm. so futuristic, but so like natural. Like I was just Mm. just, like swiping through. I'm like, that's on my mind. That's not important. Okay, why why am I worried about this? Why am I stressed about this? Why am I feeling emotional about certain things? And I would just process it and I'd be like, this, this, discard, just throw it away. And I told you that, and I told you that day, I felt like my stress and my anxiety was literally leaving my fingertips. Like I felt all the energy go from my head down my arms and into the ground. Bro, you're you're stoking me up right now. <laughs> because this this is this is why like this is why I am so fascinated by this work. So literally you were the observer of your thoughts and it is it is said that um you know when we can remove ourselves from identifying with those thoughts, right? We're not our thoughts, dude. We're not even like, we're not our, we're not our bodies. We're not our mind. We're not any, like we are literally proje- projection. And when we, when we were doing this in the event, dude, the game changers event, the ODK game changers, shameless plug, it's already gone. So you couldn't do it if you wanted to, but maybe catch the next one. Um, and we were talking about when things are getting a little more esoteric and esoteric by definition means what few others know, right? So what not very many people know, essentially. And so when, when 
a number. I was actually shocked at how many people came out for the breath work who wanted to actually experience it. I was literally like, I was, I was stoked. Um, but we got to dive into that, that esoteric practice of breath work and breath work has changed everything for me. And we're, and I would imagine we're going to go deep in all of this stuff too, but just to come back to you, bro, you were the observer, you observed your thoughts and you chose which thoughts in that moment served you in which you must discard for your mental and even physical well-being but even deeper like your spiritual well-being dude like your actual connectedness to yourself to the world to others to the work that you do um so that was a that was a really beautiful thing dude and just to hear that you like you took your fingertips because i saw your hands in the ground and like you were just you were just in you were so in it was crazy um but to see that that um transition that that not a transition but i guess that transference of energy you know kind of you're getting rid of it and you're like kind of cycling it back to the earth in a way because we're laying on that plush grass so nice dude and uh but that's a very real thing like we are in charge of our energy dude where we we can direct it that's why like if you you know we'll bring it kind of back down to like a 3d sense but when you go to the gym and you feel really good and you're pumped up because you have a great workout and you have that that release of you know endorphins those endorphins are like shooting energy out of your like out of your body right so it's a really cool thing to see that you had that experience um and bro it like hearing you come out of that made me so happy and just the fact that you you described it now and i got to relive it was everything dude so thank you thank you for partaking in that and uh yeah bro i'm i'm freaking pumped to be here on nsb <laughs> let's go so dude yes it was freaking dope and just to kind of circle back to it like it almost reminded me of the time that that i did dmt when i was like 18 years old what <laughs> wait rick oh dude come on bro how are you gonna hold out on me like this i have to know i have to know tell tell the story so for context, when I was really young, I experimented with a lot of drugs, a lot of hallucinogenics, uh, Molly, MDMA, acid, shrooms, LSD, you name it. Um, uh, just one time we're hanging out with some buddies and they hand me the bong and they're like, take a rip of this. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, why not? I was just a, I was just a dumbass, but <laughs> <laughs> Um, dude, it literally felt if, if, have you ever seen the Avengers Endgame movie? Like the last one? Um, I don't know. I, I've seen one probably several years ago, but if it was more than like two or three, two or three years ago, then probably not. Okay. So there, there's this scene with the Hulk and, uh, this lady called the ancient one, right? She literally uh -huh. punches the Hulk and you see the Hulk's body drop and you see Bruce Banner come out in like a spirit form, right? That's, oh, that's, exact, yeah. that's exactly how I felt when I did DMT. I felt like my body was there, but my spirit, dude, it was like an out-of-body experience. And at that time, 
um, I was going through a lot of different things. And I, I, I came to the realization that a lot of the stuff that I was worrying about as a kid didn't matter. I was trying mm. to fit in. I was the kid who stuttered. I was the kid who had anxiety and depression. I was the kid who was just weird. I could not relate to one group of people. I was the kid that was jumping from group to group to group in my high school and everybody knew me and I sold pot to everybody. So that's why everybody knew me. <laughs> <laughs> but dude, I, I, I had this like identity crisis of, I didn't know who I was. I didn't know what, if I was supposed to hang out with the goth kids because I liked listening to goth music. I don't know if I was supposed to hang out with the jocks or be a jock because I was a jock. I played sports. I didn't know if I was supposed to hang out with, with the Latinos because, you know, I'm Latino or with the photography kids. Cause I really like, dude, I was like a literal identity crisis. So mm. when I did DMT and I saw everything that was taking up my, my energetic, my mental and my mm. emotional bandwidth and my social bandwidth, I was like, why am I doing this? And I just came to the realization one, I was carrying a lot of baggage from my youth. I had a lot of trauma growing up, but I just like, mm. I can be whoever I wanted to be. I didn't have to appeal to anybody. If I wanted to go hang out with this group, I could. If I wanted to go do that, I could, right? It was more of like, stop doing it to fit the mold. And from that point, I'm like, dude, fuck the mold. I don't believe in the mold. And my life is my mold. Like my, my life, what I'm creating is my blueprint. And that's, that's my journey ever since. Fuck the mold. That's the title of this episode, dude. Can you put that in your, in your, uh, in your description? I mean, you could sure, probably yeah. go F asterisk the mold because this episode, bro, I feel like just chatting with you, like this, like, I don't even feel like we're on a podcast right now, bro. I just feel like we're having a homie conversation with somebody who I didn't know had an experience like this, but I wouldn't second guess for a goddamn second that you had the experience that you did when you were growing up because that's who that's that is what shaped you into the person that you are today right now in this current moment and it's already gone whew, but like you're you're becoming right it's shaping your becoming you had this identity crisis with uh trying to figure out what which group to be a part of and i find that funny super quick because i have like the same 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 background in a sense i came from you know i grew up in in tempe arizona city right but i also rodeoed so i was in with the cowboys but then i raced dirt bikes so i was like motocross like all this right and i had all of these different things that i was really good at and i was very chameleon or like i was like my friends they called me a chameleon because that's you Dude, turn your turn your mute on. Dude, off, yes, bro. yes. I want to hear yes, when you yes. say that. Don't mute yourself. This is a conversation. I'm not <laughs> presenting, bro. I'm on the same stage as you, and we're just going back and forth. And when you have that authentic, yes, 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 I want to hear that in the conversation, bro. But you got that right, chameleon. Yeah. It's just like, oh, I can. I'm adaptive, like that. In and that's you know what. That is a survival mechanism. That is something that is within us because when you are separated from the tribe, you die. That's typically the case, right? And so we have to be good with multiple tribes so that our odds of survival are friggin', you know, gnarly. Um, and so I just find it funny that you have 
the identical background of me growing up, right? And and growing up, I also had this 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 revelation where essentially it's the quote, you know, uh, jack of all trades, master of none, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've heard that. If you're if you're good, if you're good at everything, you're great at nothing, almost. And yeah. for some reason, somehow I picked this up along the way. And I would get so discouraged and so down on myself because I knew that I was good at a lot of things, but I wasn't a freaking master at anything. And uh, you know, just over the years, it's it's kind of plagued me. And even till today, I I I have to battle with this with this, um, the old identity of wanting to do everything and take on all of the opportunities and say yes to all of the things and please all of the people. But right now, it doesn't serve me. And the importance of going all in on one thing and doing one thing and being the master at one thing is that out of that, yeah, you might be sheltering off so much other opportunity, but when you become good at this one thing, you create the waterfall. And then all of the, you know, when people talk about multiple streams of income, well, multiple streams of income doesn't start by you starting multiple things because where your attention flows, your energy goes. And if your energy is dispersed in multiple things, instead of that sun, like you can look at the sun and the sun heats the world properly because of the radiation goes in all directions, right? But if you were to take that same sun and utilize all of its energy and direct it into one thing, it would pulverize the earth because of how much power it had, right? Like disintegrated without even question, oblivion, probably tear a hole in the universe. (laughs) Um, But same is true when approaching new projects, approaching people, right? And so when when we shut off and we go down one, one rabbit hole for so long and so deep, then, and we become good at it, then all the other little, you know, water, little uh, droplets of water and, you know, creeks and rivers form off of that. And so that is like where your multiple streams of income come into play, I guess. But back to the whole identity thing, dude, like I, I battle with that literally every day, every time an opportunity is presented to me, I have to remind myself of who I am and who I am becoming rather. And if this aligns with the vision and it's been a big help, but dude, um, that's, that's, that's huge. Like hearing about, about your story coming up and I'm like, dude, I'm blown away. I got literal goosebumps right now. (laughs) Just like how similar, how eerily similar. Yeah, dude. It's absolutely crazy. Yeah, man. It's just, just would have never thought dude for the longest time i thought like i would well i've accepted that that i'm weird but i've accepted i've accepted that because i don't fit the mold i don't fit the norm um and that's what brings me like the most joy is knowing that i approach things so differently than other people other people Mm -hmm. unfortunately just see black and white i see the fucking rainbow dude I see every color and I look at every possibility and I consider every possibility to whatever comes up. That may just be my ADHD, but (laughs) yeah. 
Oh, but yeah, dude, it's crazy. I feel like a lot of people, dude, and this is the thing, is a lot of people have these, have this, I guess, internal battle with themselves, um, especially in door-to-door, because they're, you know, I mean, realistically, I see very few people post about what they do door-to-door. So that, to me, one, shows that they are not fully invested into what they're doing. They have the identity mm-hmm. crisis that they don't want to be known as the summer sales bro right mm. how how much how much more do you think people would do if they just accepted who who they are and what they're doing and just run with it dude to tackle this question specifically for door to door i feel like a lot of people actually love being in door to door what they don't love is the thought of it being forever and a lot of times we get caught into particular things that we over accentuate. We almost hyperbolize the reality of the situation. And so I see a lot of people not necessarily posting about them being in door to door or whatever the case, because they don't necessarily want to identify as that. But what they don't realize is that that is their business. That is their means of living. Right. And the door-to-door space is a beautiful space. And there are many lifers in this space. There are also Mm -hmm. people who use it as a vehicle to get to where they want to go. And so I Mm -hmm. would say that is important to understand that you're in a vehicle and your vehicle, you can drive your vehicle as long as you want, but you are not tied to that vehicle. You're not Mm-hmm. absolutely like not condemned towards you know to staying in the vehicle forever right but when it comes to when it comes to how you get from point a to point b like it it's in, it's entirely up to how you you see it it's it's your perspective and so you know for the people that don't post on social media it's it is what it is um mm-hmm. and i think that you know you definitely have to own what it is that you're doing otherwise you will have no you will have no vested interest in seeing it out to to be a success you won't mm-hmm. interesting very interesting and you're you you're absolutely right i touch on this all the freaking time door to door may not be a career for a lot of people and that is absolutely fine just use it to get where you need to go and if you need to get mm-hmm. off in two two to three years dope at least you made some decent money paid off some bills maybe you paid for schooling but it's yeah. the the life lessons Maybe and the you skills and the ability. A shit ton. Yeah. And then you you use that to go start something else. Like there there is no blueprint to to life. And this oh yes, there is no blueprint to your life. You are literally creating your path every single mm. day. This is one of the biggest things that I hear. And it's like, well, dude, like I want to go to school. I want to do this. I'm like, dope. Well, then do it. They're like, oh, but yeah. this. I'm like, who, who, who is telling you this? Family, parents, yeah. society, dude. Fuck societal norms to to an extent, right? Um, do what's best for you and those who you those who count on you. So if you have a family, do what's best for you and your family, and just keep working at it. Um, mm. One of the concepts that that I teach a lot, um, and I touch on is even in like dating, you know, you're, you're walking at one speed. 
if you don't find that person that's walking that same speed with you, if they're ahead of you, you got to catch up. If they're slower than you, you got to stop, go back, yep. get them up to speed. And you're literally just dragging them. That is life. Yep. Life is about action. Dude. If you take action, you just keep going. You don't know where you're going, but later on down the road, you're going to be like, I should go this way. I should go that way. You wouldn't get to that point if you weren't taking action and walking towards that. Dude. Yeah, absolutely. There's a, uh, there's a, a Dr. Seuss quote that, that my mom, it's funny. My mom's actually in here. She brought uh, chick. Hey, d- can, can I eat grilled chicken from Chick-fil-A for 75 hard? That's not a cheat meal, right? No, that's totally fine. Okay, cool. I'm just making sure I'm doing 75 hard. I don't want to <laughs> fuck up. Uh, Cause I don't want to start over. I don't want to make it to like day 40. And then it, and then like you get that message in the morning and it's like, what happened? And I'm like, no, you know? So mm-hmm. I just, uh, want to make sure that that's good but there's uh there's a quote and it says do uh do what you want to do say what you want to say because those who matter don't mind and those who mind don't matter yeah yeah be what is it be who you want to be say what you feel we got it we got we got the premise um but it's uh it Hold on. Be who you are, say what you feel, because those who mind don't matter and those who matter don't mind. Right. So that is like, that's a huge one, man. And obviously I was a little off, but the principle remains the same. Right. And when you said, when you said that you're the creator of your life, this is something that I'm like stepping into more and more each and every day, dude. Like, I'm like every day that I wake up, I'm not on social media. I'm not scrolling on my phone. You want mental health? Dude, don't get on your phone until absolutely fucking necessary, okay? Because it it literally, social media and the little bright screen that you have is a dopamine nuke. And it will just, it'll kill all of your reserves because it's just getting that hit. It's getting those bright colors. It's getting instant feedback, instant reaction, instant likes, all of this stuff. Like, dude, I can, I can dork out on you. My parents think I'm fucking weird sometimes because of the shit that I say with just like all the organic foods and the, you know, the blue blocking glasses and this, that, and the other thing. So I try to just like, Mm -hmm. almost like shut up when I'm around people who, you know, like that that i just uh that you have to be careful with the things you dork around around people yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so but anyway it it's and that's so true and that's so true because literally literally it's like you're almost seen like as a as a fucking weirdo dude like for the most part do you know how many times like people have told me like dude i never thought that you would be into this it's like my essentially my guard is up because I don't want to weird people out. Like I make memes, bro, and I sell shit. Like how weird is that already? <laughs> the fact that you made a name for yourself in a career like in business based off of making memes, dude, good ones too. Like fire flame is <laughs> is just a testament that you can do whatever the hell you want in this world and and make it work like all you had was the end goal in mind you didn't necessarily know like what and no soliciting bro would turn into but you you just like you did something that you enjoyed 
and you wanted to add value. And because of your consistency, it turned into something that has your life never the same. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Absolutely. Just with everything that's going on, and we, we, we've talked about it, it's just absolutely fucking crazy, dude. But that's just what it comes down to, guys. If you're listening to this, just... I don't, I don't know, because I can tell you, I, I, I didn't have a blueprint. I just did it. And that's just mm-hmm. what it comes down to, going back to just taking action. Just mm. do what you enjoy. Do what you're passionate. I wouldn't even say passionate about. Just be fucking creative mm. in your life. And just yeah. do it consistently, and things will work themselves out. They may not work themselves out like in the first month. And if they do, hell yes. Mm-hmm. Right. But where I'm at, it's taken me three years to get to where I'm at. And in, in the last six months, six, seven months, dude, my social media presence, my influence level, dude, it's just skyrocketed. Yeah. To yeah. the point where, dude, I, I was, dude, every time I go to the gym here in, in Orem, everybody's like, dude, I love your memes. Dude, I appreciate what you're doing. Like, dude. And it's like, are you freaking kidding me? Like my, 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 uh, <laughs> my, uh, my workout partner, shout out Antonio. He's like, dude, I never knew it would be this cool to work out with a celebrity. I'm like, dude, shut the fuck up, bro. <laughs> uh, it's dude. Hey. And, and on one side, it's like, you're, it feels good, but it's also not the reason why you're doing it. You know what I'm no, saying? Exactly. Like you're just doing, because you're, you're living your self-realized you know, version of your life, your, the creativity that you want to express and people are just noticing it now. And like, that is a huge thing. I'm doing something similar with Instagram. I'm posting IGTV is where, you know, I'm doing little like skits and stuff. And my thing was, is that in, when the pandemic hit and all this stuff, dude, I lost my humor. Like there were points Mm -hmm. where I literally was like, I like, I don't care if I fucking die. Like it's, it, it was just that. And every business mm-hmm. conversation was, you know, it like, here's the truth and blunt and honest and whatever. Like there was no, there was no like comedy. I used to do stand up comedy and, and uh, you know, get up on open mic stages and stuff. And like, there was legitimately a point where I did not feel funny. I did not feel funny and nor did I like care to want to. Um, and so just a little, Side note, testament for anybody who is not feeling good. Um, it is your choice and you can choose out of that. And there's a little, there's a little concept that I was taught by my mentor and uh, it is feel, think. Usually our bodies are in feel, think. And what that means is that our bodies feel a certain type of way. So then it triggers our mind to think a certain type of way. And then we're caught in this paradoxical loop of feeling bad because our bodies feel bad or whatever the case we're not taking care of them diet exercise nutrition whatever and then what that's doing you know hydration at the very you know like pinnacle water every single day um then our mind will start to take on the feelings of our body and it'll just keep perpetuating but when you can feel good you can stimulate 
you can stimulate thoughts in your mind of feeling good. And then you will just start to feel good and you will think pleasant thoughts and like begets like, and you'll just keep circulating that. And people ask, why are you so happy? And it's like, well, I just, I, I chose to be, I asked, uh, mm -hmm. I was parking for the, for the game changers event. And I pulled up to the, uh, the, the little teller box, I guess, where the person is that scans your ticket. Um, and she was, I was like, how, I was like, Hey, how are you? And she was like, Oh, I'm this like animated black woman. She was fucking awesome. She was like, Oh, <laughs> I'm, um, I'm amazing and getting better. And I was like, really? Like what? Like how, how come? Or whatever the fuck I said in, in that moment. And she was like, she was like, Oh, because I chose to. And I was like, Oh, that, that is amazing. I can't wait to tell someone or share this story or whatever. And this is actually the first time, but I was like, so I was, I felt so good in my heart that somebody else, you know, just chose that feeling and was vibrating that feeling. And I got a glimpse of that sunshine and my day was infinitely better, even though it was already going good. It's just like, I was in that mode of feeling good. I attracted somebody who was feeling good. And yeah, dude, the, the, the think, feel, feel, think, right. We want to be in a good feeling so that our thinking is online. And I know I did a little dovetail. I'm a professional at doing this. And then I kind of just went down a little rabbit hole, but, um, dude, like we like coming back to the creation thing. Cause I, I love what you said about that. We create our lives. And we have the power of doing so with our thoughts, with, you know, the questions that we ask ourselves, with how we wake up in the morning, you know, not getting on social media and doing the things that matter and focusing on feeling good, dude, like legit taking deep breaths and realizing that, wow, I'm so grateful for literally anything and everything. And you can be, dude, like mm -hmm. you could just wake up and say, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I love you. Thank you. I love you. Thank you. Thank you. Like. And it just feels good. It's mm -hmm. a great way to put exactly. yourself in that upward spiral. Exactly. Dude, I mean, let's, let, let's be real. Um, what are some of the things that we can do as door-to-door -door reps to just, I guess, be better, dude? Because that's the, the amount of people. Okay, so let's, let's process this. You've heard of burnout you've heard of the anxiety on the doors you've heard all these different things like tangible what are some of the things that we can start doing today that you do you and i do that people can just start implementing because they're not everybody's like yeah i'm gonna go fucking sell i'm gonna you know pound like five of these uh uh rock stars whatever and energy drink and it's literally just all gas yeah it's yeah. not sustainable guys, if guys and gals, if you're listening to this, that shit is not sustainable long-term. Mm. It may serve you the first year, maybe two, but let's be fucking real. If you want long-term, you got to start taking care of your mind and your body. Definitely. And I think the best thing, I mean, there's so many different avenues we could venture down here. I mean, just from taking like a biological, if you don't have biology, you've got nothing. And in our curriculum, in, in D2D Mastery, this is something that we actually teach. We teach 
you to um, we teach you how to take care of your biology. Uh, there's a module and I actually added it. It's not even really a part of ODK. It's a part of um, a project that I'm working on called Mental Game Strong. And mm -hmm. essentially, I teach I teach the uh, the 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 biology, like how to take care of your body in this module. And I put that inside of the, the B2D mastery curriculum. Um, I won't plug the website until you <laughs> allow me at the end. <laughs> um, but, but dude, it's, uh, it's, it's so important because you could do all sorts of things like, yes, drink the drink purified water. If you're drinking water out of a plastic bottle, not good for you. There's so many different micro, like I would, I would learn about microtoxins. I would learn about, um, you know, the, the dangers of like, pres like preserved food and all of that stuff, like switching just to an organic diet, like in and of itself will have you feeling 10 times better. Well, cool. What happens when you drink filtered, uh, purified water, right? If you get a filtration, you, you hawk up the money to get one of those things and you're drinking better water. Well, now your body's getting better, um, your better nourishment, your cells are getting better nourishment, your, your, uh, your mitochondria that populate inside of the cells are more efficient, right? Then you're naturally just making your body feel really good when you're exercising, when you're playing, when you're getting out into sunlight, when you're breathing properly, not just in your chest while you're sitting, you know, banging out on social media all day because you're friggin' crushing it. Or when you're, you know, thinking about that next house and you're walking to the next house and you're breathing up in your chest and you don't, you, you take like, five shallow breaths before you talking to someone and then you get nervous at the door and you hold your fucking breath and now you're not breathing at all and then you blow that impression right because that person thinks for some reason that you're nervous and you don't know like you're trying you have a clear objective in mind to get them to buy the thing that you're selling and then that person feels that energy put off by you and they're like, ah, you know what? I got to talk to my wife. I got to talk to my partner. Come back later. Can I get your business card? I'll call you. How about that? Like, that's when all of the fucking, all of the objections, you know, the rejection comes into play. It's because, you know, you are not grounded in yourself first. All right. And to, you know, to, you could test, like have your blood test, like our team, we're doing blood tests every quarter so that we can make sure that our levels and all of our, you know, nutrients are in alignment. And so that we're literally doing everything that we can to make sure our bodies feel good so that our minds reflect the same and we can do our best work each and every day. Yep, exactly. And dude, I'm so glad you brought that up because one of my things that, that I do, and if any of you guys have shadowed me, you guys know that I knocked the door I take my step back. I go at my 45 degree angle. Like this is literally step-by-step step ingrained into what I do. And I take three deep breaths, just. And the last one, hold it a little bit longer. And I'm in my fucking office. And no matter what, when they open the door, my iPad is open to where it needs to be. I'm presenting when I need to present and I am in my office. There is no room for error. If I fuck it up, that's because I fucked it up and I just wasn't there mentally. I wasn't yeah. there saying the words that I needed to say. I wasn't there like sharp, but I'd rather be 100% set and grounded 
and know that it wasn't anything prior to that. Yes. Yes. And uh, dude, a big thing, a big thing, and I'm just now realizing it, but one of the greatest tips that I ever learned is no matter what happens at the door, whenever what happens with that interaction, by the time I walk off the the driveway, I have forgotten about what happened, whether it be Mm. good, whether it be bad. I can't bring that energy to the next door. Mm. Because as soon as I start doing that, that's, that's when... There, there's a there's a quote by Taylor McCarthy. He says, "He who angers me controls me." Yep. So, yep. guys, gals, you can't let the the dumbass who you know said he's not interested, or the dumbass who you know gave you crap. You can't bring that energy to the next house because now mm-hmm. you're operating at a lower bandwidth. If you want to get the sale, you have to be a hundred percent there. But if you're carrying baggage, you're carrying the emotional baggage from the last douchebag, you're now operating at 80%. Good luck trying to make a sale at 80%. Yeah, that's exactly it, dude. We have a hundred percent of battery that we're given every single day and where we allow our energy, where we like actually give our energy intentionally is is one thing but we can actually have our energy drained from that battery by something that we don't even know right like that last house that you know i remember knocking uh i i had a a brief knocking history but i remember knocking on a door and this woman she was like i was in a neighborhood a gated community and she was like she was like who the fuck are you get the fuck out of here, blah, blah, whatever. This, that, and the other thing. She's like, how'd you even get in here? I'm calling the, she's like, I'm calling, uh, I'm calling the cops stay right there. And I was like, no, I'm out of here. And she's like, I'm calling security. They'll be here faster. And I was like, see you later. Like I, I just left. And then I went to like the next house and in the next house, like, you know, as I was like leaving that neighborhood, cause I didn't want any more of that. I just went to a different neighborhood. Uh, I legit uh, just like, I I forgot about it. Like Kobe Bryant, dude, he forgot about the play that just happened because if that is, if that energy is residual and it's hanging on you, then that is how you show up. Our mentor, Mark, who uh, I know you heard a lot of this last weekend, but Mm -hmm. he essentially said, anytime you walk in, like you're about to walk into a room, and your shit's not straight, like, go figure it out. And because he's like, <laughs> I remember, like, I walked in, and I was just, like, upset about something. And he's like, Boomer, he's like, get out and start again. And I was like, why? And he's like, I don't ever want you to bring that. Or no, I, I, I got out of the room. I left the room, and then I came back in. And and I was like, I was a little bit better because I he, I'd realized based off of his tone how I showed up, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Hey, sorry, I didn't mean to like come in like being such a bummer." And he was like, "If you ever fucking walk in with energy like that and bring down the room again, he's like, that'll be the last of you." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh <laughs> shit, that's that's real. That's a is that a threat or are you trying to like really help me out here?" And it helped me out, dude, because. When your energy is some type of what, like we, we, we're, we are energetic beings, dude. And mm-hmm. let's yeah. plot back into the esoteric, but 
We're literally made out of sunlight. This is why when the government's like, we want to block out the sun, like that, I'd be willing to go to war for that because yeah. we're literally like we're radiant beings. And that is how we connect with each other. When we give somebody a hug, we're literally exchanging light, right? Mm-hmm. Our bodies are, are electric and are set like we're 75, 78, I think, percent water, right? And so like, we're just conductors of like, of, of energy. And so when we come in low vibration, you know, the room may be high vibration, but we can bring down that energy of the room. Yep. Right. And mm-hmm. it's like when you, the and, same exact reason why you avoid hanging out with people. Mm-hmm. I mean, we all know it. There, there, there's, there's that one person on the team that's just like negative nancy just brings everything down and this is actually something that i just realized and i'm just making the connection sales is advanced communication sales is the transfer of energy and the transfer of emotion if you can transfer that to your to the to your potential customer Mm -hmm. that's how you make sales so think about it if you're coming up to the door and you're pissed off you're nervous because the last guy chewed you out you're like Oh, should I be here? Uh, Maybe I should go to a different area. You show up with that energy and that's what they're, and that's what the person behind the door is going to get. They're going to be like, you shouldn't be here. Yep. Mm -hmm. They're going to, they, they match, they match your energy. Whoever has the lowest energy, everybody either brings it down to them or they match it. So you want to show up with the highest energy possible. Mm -hmm. That way they come up to your level. They were like, oh, I like that guy. I don't know what it is about that person, but I, I, yep. I like them. Yep. Going into people, buy from people they like. They'll like you because you're high energy, not like super animated because some of that shit's just annoying, but internally, that's fake. That's fake. Yeah. But if internally you bring a high energy, people will like you, people will buy from you and people, more importantly, buy from people they respect. They respect the professional. And if you're internally at a high energy, people will respect that. Mm -hmm. That's it, dude. And and people can smell it on you from a mile away, bro. I'll -hmm. tell you right now, if you're talking about how can people avoid burnout, how can people avoid anxiety? When you start living to your absolute truth, whatever that is, like that is when you can show up with the energy of, wow, there's something about that guy. Oh my God. Like boomer. When you walk into the room, like your smile lights up the place, or I can feel your energy when you like step into the room. And like, these are compliments that I've received before. And I'm like, really? Wow. And I'll sit. And instead of being like, yeah, I'm a fucking badass," I'm like, Oh, thank you. Wow. Thank you so much because I'm working on that. And yes, I'm working. Like you've got to practice that. Like the mind doesn't know, can't tell what's real from what's not. Okay. And so, except for when you're bullshitting excitement and like, you know, being Mm -hmm. like that guy. Right. Um, but if you can just, if you can just sit and again, coming back to feel good, feel good. You can change your state. You can change, you can change how other people perceive you. The world is a mirror and however you show up is exactly what you're going to get back. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so when it comes to the, the anxiety and the, and the burnout, like if you're, if you're having these, these, um, 
these feelings that aren't congruent with how you you think you should see yourself. Maybe it is time to take a look in the mirror. Are you in the right industry? Are you even supposed to be in door to door? Is there something else that's calling you right door to door is a vehicle, but not if you don't even want to be here in the first place, but I'm not here to obviously detract and discourage, but I mean, it's you're either here or you're, or you're not. And mm -hmm. if you can get absolutely clear, I'll tell you the two biggest anti-anxiety and anti-depression medications that I've ever taken. Okay. You ready to hear those? Yeah. Okay. The number one anti-anxiety that I have ever prescribed myself is clarity. Clarity. The absolute knowing of who you are becoming. If you know who you are becoming and you have that, that end, that 10 year vision of you in mind, how you show up, how you operate throughout the day, how you handle problems, how you X, Y, Z deal with your relationships, all of this stuff. You have no question that you're going to be great. And that you're like, you have, you just, you remind yourself in that moment that, Oh, you know, literally I did this today. I was feeling kind of, kind of down, like, kind of like just bad. I just some weird shit happening that my, and my dog just died and this, all of this stuff, dude. And I literally checked in with my body and I was like, man, my body doesn't feel good. My thoughts aren't good. They're not in alignment. Like, who am I? Who am I becoming? And I thought about the cell and I thought about like the things that I had and the tribulations that I've overcome and the challenges that I faced and have like succeeded through. And I felt better. I felt better. If you can't feel absolutely good and incredible, the number one next best thing that you can do is feel better. You can always feel just a little bit better than what you do. That is the goal. So clarity, number one, anti-anxiety, the number one anti-depression. And I love this because you put the two together is production and production is the assimilation of, you know, uh, connection, clarity right? Those two really putting those together. I didn't talk about connection, but um, maybe if there's whatever, but production, when you're in motion, when you are in action, okay, amidst action, I should say, not to be confused with inaction, <clears throat> but when you are amidst action, you have no, you have no ability to second guess and to, you know, try to perfect, you know, make everything perfect. You know, it's only when you're sitting still, when you feel like absolute shit, because you're not doing yeah. anything. You're stagnant. When you're stagnant, yep. you die. Yep. You know, absolutely dude. Literally just went through this exact same thing. <laughs> um, you can feel yeah. it. Yeah. Dude. It, it's night and day guys. I'm telling you right now, these are the things that you should be doing. If you feel anxiety for me, I have anxiety. Everybody on the doors has some sort of anxiety. If you have a vision and you have clarity on what you're doing, you understand that, okay, this is just part of the process. This is part of the journey. Mm -hmm. it, it, me, like recently going through like a super nasty ass breakup, I was depressed. And when was it? It was at night when my mind wasn't doing anything, literally just sitting there, laying there, waiting to go to sleep. So for me, 
now I have my nighttime routine. I put my phone right here, my bed right here, right? As soon as I, as soon as I put my phone into charge or if it's charged enough, go onto my Spotify, put my binaural beats on for sleeping, walk over to my bed, get my, get, get my eye mask, put that sucker on, lay down and do my affirmations and fall asleep. I do not have time and I refuse to let the thoughts of me being stagnant come in because I know once I go down that rabbit hole, I'm fucked. It comes down to guys recognizing where your mind is your, your crutch, your weakness, your enemy. Mm -hmm. And all, all anxiety is, is just conspiracy theories against yourself. Mm. Now for those who actually have anxiety, right? If you need help, get the help that you need. But for the most part, people in the doors, it's just situational anxiety. If you have real legit crippling anxiety, yes, I suggest you go get help. Go get the resources and help that you need to get yourself better. But for the most part, door knockers, we have situational anxiety. And that can, it's not easily overcome, but very simply can be very simple if you just do the work. Bro, I don't know how long you you shoot your podcast for, but if you can hear my rooster in the back, uh, he's like, he's saying what's <laughs> up. But honestly, bro, do the work. <clears throat> A lot of people, and you know, we can we can wrap here because uh, I gotta I gotta run. My mom and I are gonna go look at a Belgian Malinois, and uh, she's yeah, she's potentially getting a freaking bite trained dog dude for personal protection which is legit um so i'm excited Uh, but you said do the work and a lot of people think that this work is woo woo it's airy fairy it's you know hokey pokey or whatever the case i don't know i could just keep making up terms but um it's not all you know like emotion is a is a real thing the emotion is our guidance mechanism through life. It's just another way that we get in the same way that we can look at landmarks and see with our eyes, or, you know, if we're less fortunate, maybe we're blind, we can feel with our hands. Like we're getting these sensory feedback, the sensory feedback so that we can make adjustments and course corrections in our lives. Right. And our, like our perception of what is, and emotions just allow us to do that on an internal uh, on an internal basis. They are essentially the regulation, the mechanism, right? The you know the 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 like our nervous system, right? Is our mechanism for guidance of our purpose. Some would say of our soul, but you know, depending on if people believe they have souls or not, <laughs> um, <laughs> it's it's for it's for our ultimate purpose. This feels bad. Okay, well, probably not the thing. Okay, this feels good. Okay, how can we do more of this? Because we're getting a, a nice outcome, right? And sometimes this feels good. Uh, it is more detrimental than good. Things like sex, drugs, rock and roll. Um, you know, <laughs> the, ba- the, the quote-unquote bad things, right? The, the harmful, if not in moderation things. Those can lead us to be, you know, but if we're talking about vision, mission, purpose, then it would, it's like the good things get like the good, the better feelings get us to where we want to go, right? 
And so it's important to understand the emotions, to understand how to navigate this, because not only do you need every array of motion, emotion in sales, but you also need it in your relationships with your wife and your, 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 your children, right? You need it with your animals. You need it in so many other facets of your life. And so to neglect the emotion is to literally neglect the guidance mechanism that has been installed within us to allow us to make the best decisions for our ultimate vision of life. No matter who we are, we're all individuals, we all have different visions for life. And when we ignore the emotion, we ignore that part of ourselves that gets us to where we ultimately want to go. Exactly. <clears throat> dude, I freaking love this, man. We're definitely have fun, gonna do dude. more of these. We are gonna have to do more of these. Dude, I'm, but, I'm in. I, I love to, I didn't mean to cut you off, bro, but I love like to serve this community. And I work with entrepreneurs, right? Uh, like kind of as a side thing, nothing crazy, just on the weekends, really. Um, but also this is the, this is the, the route, I believe the biggest value that I can provide as, you know, uh, in, in the door-to-door space. And, you know, so we're, uh, I, I'm really fortunate to be here, dude, and to know you. You're a freaking badass, Rick. Like I've heard about you for so long. And then this uh, last weekend, <laughs> I finally got to meet you in person, dude, which was just awesome. Bro. Insane. Like, you're so a, much you're a fun, bro. class guy. So much fun, dude. And I am I, excited because I know that it's only just the beginning. Mm-hmm. Just the beginning, bro. We're, we're only going up from here. Yeah. We've got some special shit to create together, dude. <laughs> All right, Boomer. Well, I know you're about to go get a dog. So if there are one <laughs> last strange. piece of wisdom, one last piece of wisdom to impart on the door-to-door people, what would that be? Mm. The first thing that comes to my mind, and you know, I'm sure there are better things that I could say and more stuff that stands out to me, but I, I love the idea, since we're on topic here, that life is a projection of the mind. And essentially, I got this from a man named Dr. Joe Dispenza. And uh, he is a big neuroscience, you know, buff, like he's basically bridging the mysticism, right, the mystical happenings with the actual physical, uh, you know, properties of reality, which is really cool to me, dude, so many people are healing their traumas, their stresses, their anxieties their you know chronic illnesses due to a lack of uh uh what would you call it due to a lack of paying attention if you will to mm-hmm. these stresses like the smaller things they turn into bigger things um mm-hmm. and so you know i i have been fascinated with his work for years and one thing that i've always remembered him say was that life is a projection of the mind if we can cause ourselves pain, uh, what if we could cause ourselves absolute joy, bliss, satisfaction, and purpose in life? Mm-hmm. Because it's the same. It's the same mechanism. It's the same creative mechanism. We're just using it. We're harnessing it more. We're so fucking good at worrying all the time. But 
you know, we're instead using it for the, the, the betterment of ourselves and ultimately others. So I would say that life is a projection of the mind. Hell yeah. Boomer freaking love it, bro. Well, guys, you're going to have, you're going to see Boomer on here a lot more often because this is a topic that I <laughs> thoroughly enjoy, huge advocate for. I know Boomer is as well. And we got some cool shit in the works. Boomer does. And we're just going to, as soon as it's ready, we're going to let you guys know about it. Let's go. Or is it ready? Rick, I had a blast, dude. Thank you. So what is what ready? Uh, whatever what is your work. I mean, we've, we've got things you know we've got things odk's got things odk i got I, do i get to go plug? for it go for it bro go for it yeah or is that yeah, plug is it. that like because okay plug it i mean basically you guys <laughs> i how about this i'll just plug the free facebook group um you know we've got a lot of tools we've got crms we have uh we have an inner circle access um, but if you want to just learn a little bit more about what uh, we do over at ODK, online door knockers, right? We teach people essentially how to generate leads online without paying thousands of dollars for ad agencies or even wasting years of time trying to figure it out themselves. Sales, follow-up, recruiting, all of this stuff uh, is our bread and butter. And so all we do is we take what we learn building our solar company and we share those secrets, which is unlike most people to do, but uh, we share those secrets with our community so that you guys can level up in your door-to-door -door experience, right? We believe in helping the person get better, not necessarily the business. So there's a lot more of this mindset stuff and things like that behind the scenes. Just go to onlinedoorknockers.com and you'll find everything there. Perfect. And with that, guys, we'll see you guys on the next one. I'm only keeping good Rick, company. I am not talking to you if you don't have love for me. Yeah. One for you and one for me. I am not talking to you if you don't have love for me. Love for me. Follow me another way. Yeah. You know you better stand, goddamn. Put your hands together. Everybody got money, get the band together. Moving like you can't.